You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Troy Sandridge is an award-winning marketing strategist known as the Strategy Hacker, who creates strategies to increase growth, authority, and profitability for emerging brands to Fortune 500 companies. He's the host of the I Digress podcast, author of Strategize Up, and is an international dynamic speaker who lives on Twitter. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you can grow your business. I am your host, Michelle Thames, and today I am excited because we're talking all about how to maximize your social audio, and I have a special guest here, Troy, and he is from my hometown of Chicago, so I am super excited to get into this conversation. Hey, Troy, welcome. How are you doing today? Hey, Michelle, what's going on? Listeners sending positive vibes on today. Yes, I love it. Thanks so much for coming on the Social Media Decoded podcast. I'm so excited to get into talking about maximizing social audio, but could you just let the listeners know a little bit more about your background because it's stellar, you guys. And when I say when we get into this conversation today about maximizing social audio, you're going to want to take notes. So I hope you get your pens and your pads ready. So a little bit about me. I'm Troy Sanich, again, native of Chicago. Um, I'm also known as a strategy checker. You'll find out why later on in the episode. But the goal is I'm a marketing strategist that helps people do three things. Achieve more growth, build more authority, and become more profitable in their business. Um, and it's just that simple. And I think strategy through organic holistic means can help you get there. Yeah. See, I love how you said that strategy and organic because if any of the listeners follow me on Instagram, anywhere on social media, you guys know I'm the strategy person. You cannot have a strategy and think that you're going to be successful on social media. Everything is strategized. So we're going to talk about this social audio strategy that is definitely something new. So I know some of you may have heard about many platforms like Clubhouse and Twitter spaces and things like that. And you're like, oh, well, how can I utilize this for my business? How can I really maximize these spaces so that I'm showing up and that I'm building community? Because let's be honest, social media is about building community. Yes, sales is second, but it's really about building community if we're going to be honest about it, right? So how can business owners maximize that space? So let's let's get right into it. I know that social audio has been on the rise. It's new. Twitter spaces, there's Facebook even, there's Clubhouse, which has been on the map, kind of fell off, and it's kind of back popping. So right, right. how can you explain what social audio even is? Because people are like, what is it? So to make it very easy to understand, Think of like a party line with strangers that hopefully you become into friends. It's like live stream without the video screen. It's just all audio. It's all voice, all glam all day. You know what I'm saying? So the big three to think about, the big three right now, Clubhouse really pushed the envelope of social audio, what it can become. That's the OG. 
Then we got Twitter Spaces, which basically is like the OG 2.0. They got emojis. They got a little bit easier of interaction. The interface is a little bit different. Um, and it's already native to most people have Twitter accounts. So it's already native. You don't have to worry about building the following. It just adds value to your current following community, which might be an easier entry point for most people. And then you got the newcomer. Uh, LinkedIn audio is in beta right now. Only 200 people um, have access to it as of this time. And just for context, Twitter Spaces did the same thing. They had 300 people they gave access to for like the first three to six months before they did the bigger rollout. So that's very common um, that you'll see. But also, outside of the big three, that's Clubhouse, Twitter Spaces, and LinkedIn audio, you have Green Room, which was Spotify's baby. You have Fireside, and then you also have another one called Fish Bowl. So those are kind of the bigger players in the game. And now there's micro players, but those are the ones at least to be aware of as social audio universe grows. Yeah, so if someone, if a business owner was looking to get into social audio and they're like, you know, how can I really use this? What is it, you know, how can I really put this in my strategy and be able to utilize? We understand. So it's like a podcast, right? We're on this podcast. And if you go into any of these platforms like Clubhouse, I was just on Clubhouse before we got on to this um, interview today. And I have a strategy for that, right? I'm on Clubhouse. I'm, I'm doing certain things on there. It's all audio, but now Clubhouse changed. You can pin links and all these things, but it's mainly <laughs> an audio platform for you. Now you have people that can present or be on this quote unquote stage. And then there's people like listening in the lounge. So it's visual with audio combined, but it's still just audio. If that, if right. that makes sense for the, the listeners. So if I was a business owner, well, I am a business owner, but the business <laughs> owner is listening. Influencers, creatives, right? Because this is for all of you. Even if you have a podcast, even if you are a doctor, you have your own practice. Even if you are a, you do jump rope and you have a jump rope business, whatever your business is, right? How can they utilize social audio in their social media strategy? Sure. The biggest thing I think that all of us have a pain point as business owners, as content creators. We all have a struggle with creating content consistently, do we not? And then creating content consistently that drives engagement, influence, and into your funnels and all the things. We all have that struggle. Social audio could be a strong candidate to solve that problem. Troy, how does social audio solve that problem? Uh, imagine you don't got to put on makeup. You don't got to turn on your lights. You don't got to worry about nothing on your screen. You can be in your jammies. You be playing with the kids, all the things, and still have an immediate pulse within your community to drive whatever action you have simply by your voice, simply by taking your phone, whether it's on Clubhouse, Spaces, LinkedIn Beta, if you have access to that, or you're a part of those rooms, and speak your truth. Now, this eliminates a lot of friction points. We ain't got to worry about thinking. We can just talk. And with off the conversation of audio, your audience can feel engaged asking you questions. You can give answers. And have you ever been in a situation where the person who answers key questions is assumed to be the thought leader, to be the expert, to be the number one in their field? But also, I haven't talked to my people in a while. And I don't got time to text and schedule out posts. I'm tired. I'm burnt out. But I can can commit 20 minutes to just say, how's my community doing? What's going on? Boom, right there. So you're taking the ability of community, of engagement and conversation that you would have email marketing, the instantaneousness of almost every social media, and the combining the, the visibility and the accountability of live streaming without the visuals, and you're doing that all at the same time. And granted, these people are giving to you their real time. This isn't like they watched it later. They're there right there in real time with you, hearing the conversations, engaging That's power. 
So if you have 100 people joining your clubhouse room, your Twitter space, your LinkedIn beta room, whatever, and they're actively engaging and listening, that's a very powerful moment than just having 100 people over the span of a month watching a video for only half the time of something that you posted. That's literal engagement that you can track, quantify, and elevate. Oh, that was so good. And you get them right there. You if you if they want to come onto the stage, you can talk to them. Yes. Talk to them. And I think that's where a lot of people have these questions about engagement. Oh, my audience isn't engaging with me or I don't get engagement. I would say try Clubhouse because if you are an expert, you know what you're talking about. You get on these stages and you network. That's number one about Clubhouse is networking. You have to network. I was on in December 2020 when it was so, so hot and everybody was on there for hours and hours and hours, 30 hours sleeping on the app, sleeping on the app to serve our community. I didn't expect any. I didn't make no money from Clubhouse in December 2020. All I did was build a community. And then I was like, Dag, what am I even going to do with this? Built it up. I have like 8,000 followers. I don't even know how. Well, I do know how. I was on stages providing value. I didn't expect anything from anyone because it doesn't. they didn't have all the new things that they have now where people can click links and buy directly right there. But we were building community, right? So if you want to talk directly to the people who you are looking for, that's an opportunity for you to ask them questions right on stage. They can come up and ask you questions. If you're the expert, you can give them expertise advice and then lead them to your funnel, lead them to your freebie, lead them to whatever. And this leads into the next question, which is probably what everybody wants to know. And I have a short story too about this. Of course, in one clubhouse, we're building our community. It's great, but we want to make sales. We want people to sign up for stuff. Conversions are also important, right? So how are we leveraging clubhouse? Or these social audio, I'm just, I said Clubhouse because it's popular and I just got off Clubhouse, but how can business owners leverage social audio to make conversions? And I want to say two days ago, I did a Clubhouse room. Now, like I said, I was on Clubhouse in 2020, December, and I've been built up my following. Now I'm back, but I've built it up before I've even tried to come on there and sell anything. I did a room Friday night for an hour and 15 minutes. I just created a fresh new freebie, a low, low ticket item that I knew that would sell well in a clubhouse room. Right. Because if you want to know more about me, you can buy this and know more about me and see how my content is or whatever. Right. Made two hundred dollars in an hour. So let's talk about how business can they can leverage so to make conversions. The first thing, and I love that story, and I think that's a perfect, that's a prime example of what businesses, if you're small or medium or even big size, can do, test the waters and seeing, is this bringing me value in dollars and cents, in conversions? Oh, 200 bucks for one hour? Come on now. Come on now. Nothing. Nothing. I think one thing to think about is you're able to get access to individuals in ways you couldn't before. If I can keep it real, for those who are black business, marginalized community business, sometimes we have an issue with access that maybe people won't give us the time of day because of our titles on LinkedIn or because our lack of following on Twitter. Well, in Clubhouse or any social audio, there's a little bit more autonomy where if you're able to get on the stage now, all they get to hear is your value. You get to control the perception and narrative, which is power. So, Troy, how does that mean to me getting more conversions and sales? So imagine you're in a room and you're having these conversations and you're getting access to the decision maker. They can build trust quicker. And now I've had people, I've actually coached them on how to, hey, when you're in the room, 
ask them to book a time with you from your calendar link or your contact form while you're in the space. And nine times out of ten, they will do that and then confirm with you while you're in the space. And that means other people may want to do that too. So it could be a really bounce point for your lead gen. We all know community is big, but in social audio, if you learn who your people are, who are constantly showing up and engaging, you can retool them to drive the right people in to have the right conversations and close the sale. Instead of having, I have to have 30 to 50 sales conversations a week for my business. How about you bring them on to a social audio space? They get to ask all the same questions. We often learn by osmosis. It's recorded. And now you're giving all this value that close all, saves you all this time, but shows all the value. So it counts as a sales call, a content creator. You're getting questions and answers, which refuels your blog posts, your tweets, your LinkedIn posts, all these different things coming from the same amount of time you're using in social audio. Now, come on now. If you can spend one hour a day in social audio and that turns all this stuff out for you after the fact, I don't know why you wouldn't want to do it. And I, I can do it in my jammies. I can do it in my jammies and make the money that I need, build the bigger community that I need, and test out the waters. We don't have the budget sometimes to test out different audiences and groups, but I can on social audio because I can go where those sectors are. What are they talking about? What are their pain points? So now you've turned social audio as also a listening tool to find out what are my pain points that I can solve for to make more money. See? This is why I just have the experts on so that they can give you all of these gems like this. This this could have been a coaching call. I hope everyone is taking notes from today's episode about social audio. And I definitely agree with everything that you said. It is important that you understand how to utilize this. And yes, you have to test and repeat and test and repeat. Nothing's going to work the first time that you try it. You have to have a strategy on how you're approaching these different audio apps because if you don't have a strategy you're not going to see the reason you have to have a goal in mind if you're going in this room saying okay and i had this happen 46 people signed up for a a freebie that i had from that one day so you have to go in there with a plan okay i'm gonna talk about this and this is gonna lead up to xyz you can't go in there and talk about selling pops or cans of soda how you know many people may not know what pop is we know what pop is we know what it is (laughs) you can't do that and then say okay i want you to buy this this mouse that i have for my computer it's not it doesn't fit together so it needs to go together too and you know let's lead into okay we talked about the conversions but business owners want to know how how can i even measure this ROI. This is important because you're going to want to measure your success and you can do this many ways. So can we talk about how businesses are able to measure their success on social audio? Yeah. So some of the key performance indicators you should probably make yourself aware of and be a part of your metrics when you're investing in social audio is listening time. How many people join is one thing, but how many people stay and listen consistently is another thing. Sure. Now, you could say if your title is convincing and out, Clubhouse, you cannot change the title. Twitter Spaces, you can change the title all day long. LinkedIn Audio, you cannot change the title. So if you're that person that like you switch gears, depending on who's in the room, Twitter Spaces may be your jam, but I'm not here for that. But my point is understanding a title makes sense. It's going to be that first indicator to drive people in. Now, if you're seeing, hey, we have an influx of people or if the spam people showed up, that means your title is good. Your title just wasn't that good. So it matters. Same way you would treat like your headline for your web blog and things like that. Now, the other metric you want to think about outside of listen time is how many people actually engage during the time that you spent. If you spent an hour talking 
And you mean you got at least 25 people in that space or in that room. And ain't nobody raised their hand. Ain't no one asked no questions. It's just you, yourself, and I. Me, myself, and I out there in these streets, in these audio streets. That should tell you something. Something ain't right. Because people should feel compelled to want to come up and ask questions. Or let's say even if that's your situation, you want to talk first for the first 10 to 20 minutes, fine. But after, people should want to ask questions, follow up, give engagement, and things like that. And frankly, that's the only way you can really expand and grow, as you are articulated very artfully, on Clubhouse and other social audio platforms, is to invite people and have conversations. It's not broadcasting its conversations. The last thing I guess I would say in this moment that you need to do to measure is actions taken after or during the social audio event is over. Well, Troy, what are you talking about? Now, Clubhouse, back in the old days, we didn't have the ability to put a link so people can click on during the sessions. In our old days, we had to hustle and get people to either send us a DM on LinkedIn, on Instagram or Twitter, or they take the time to type in our website and go and things like that. They didn't even have that channel back then. Now, they, we spoiled. Now, there's no excuse. You got a pin link. You can send links that work in the DMs of Clubhouse. All oh, there's so many gems. But that being said, it's the actions taken after. And nine times out of ten is going to be clicking a link that you can measure so you know this event and the date and time. You can look at your Google Analytics if you have that synced up or some other situation. When the link spiked and then did they fill out the form? Did they fill out the calendar link? Did they book the call? Did they buy the product? That's a direct correlation to the event that you do on social audio. And if you can quantify one hour, as Michelle said, one hour of her time equates to 200 here. So if I can do the math and it's like, okay, to one five hundred people come in, I'm going to get 250. If 50 people come in, I'm going to get 500. That's how you quantify the scale, the social audit. And justify for your, if, if you're not an army of one, you got upper hand, upper least to think about to justify your time and social audio investment to make your business money. Man, I just... See, again, this is why you guys need to tune into the Social Media Decoded podcast, and you definitely need to share this. Troy is sharing some gems. If you find any gems today from today's episode, make sure to tag Troy at Find Troy and at Michelle L. Thames, and let, let the people know that they need to tune into the Social Media Decoded podcast to get all the information that they need to know about social media. This is this is great. And why we talk... So this has been a great episode. We've talked about... ROI, we've talked about conversion, we talked about why business owners need to be on social audio, but now because of course there's some do's and don'ts and you're like, oh you shouldn't have done that or you probably should have did this from your experience and understanding and being in a lot of different social audio spaces because you're in some spaces that I haven't even heard of, like you said green, so I'm like I haven't even heard of of that space, I know it's like so many and we cannot keep up with all of them but what are some do's and don'ts when it comes to social audio that you've seen business owners do where you're like, oh, you probably could have did that better or a, a better strategy? So let me just tell you the T and be upfront with a few. The first one, and this is the biggest one I've seen all the time. And Michelle, you already know this problem all the time. People will come to a room and think because somebody else has zero to no followers on Clubhouse or on Twitter or other social audio platforms that aren't directly connected to a bigger, major social media player, they scrubs. They different than them. We hear you down here. So basically what I was raising, you're high and you're, they're low, and that is not the case. There have been rooms I have been in that either people are going incognito. They're not spam bots. Let me be clear. They're not spam bots. They have had the information. They have to buy the stuff is in check. But their followers is weak. But they ain't no scrubs. 
They are CMO, a Fortune 500 company. You know, they've been in the streets. They've been in these things. And you're having a moment of conversation because you think your following is so much bigger. You assume, and what do we all know what assume says about you, or uh, you know what I'm saying, and it doesn't land, you're not treating this person with equal conversation value. You're talking down to them versus talking with them, talking to them. And that's a big no-no. Never assume because of someone's follower account on a specifically clubhouse, but others as well, that that person cannot be a decision maker to give you to the value you want. So come in with the right conversation, no matter who they are, because you never know who they're plugged into. The second thing I would say, and you already articulate this very well, come in with a plan to come up here and talk about your life story. If we weren't prepared and primed for a lifetime special of your life, Please do not waste our time for the first five to ten minutes talking about stuff. Or better yet, mm, I'm just waiting for more people to come. Mm, all that awkward. No, that kills momentum. Just come right in. Say, this is what I'm going to talk about. And if someone isn't right there right in the moment, guess what? If you're recording it, think about the people who are listening after the fact. So come in like you got a full house and people are going to appreciate you for it. They're going to tag more people in and engage either in the current live iteration of your social audio or in the replays. And the last thing I'll probably echo, you know, that's your like a biggest point. They don't tell people what to do next. They think just talking and having a great conversation and making all of us feel all good. I don't know what to do next. How do I support you? How do I buy from you? What do you want me to buy? What should I value? How should I share? What do you want me to share? Lead through actions throughout the entire social audience. Not at the end because people switch changes all the time. Don't be afraid to tell people where they can find you, what they can buy from you, and who are you here to serve throughout your entire clubhouse or social audio experience. Oh, that was so good. And the the thing you said about provide the value, you know, you just don't go up on stage without a plan or anything that you're just like, I'm just going to jump up on stage. You should just have a plan. It's going to be beneficial for you in the long run. Um, I will say, too, like, don't just don't go to anyone's room either because people can see what type of rooms you're going in. I think that we for, that's something that we may forget or not know about Clubhouse. And then when you're clicking on that, it's like you're in this random room and it's going to come up and you don't want to be in there. So that's definitely something else as well. Oh my, this has been such a great conversation about social audio. And I hope that the listeners have learned more about social audio. And you're going to now put this in your strategy so that you can win in these social audio streets. I've known people that have made 50000 100 thousand and a million dollars from strictly using clubhouse so if they can do it you can do it too you just have to have a plan so before we end this amazing episode today troy and thank you so much for all the feedback and all the gems that you have dropped please let everyone know where we can find you online and anything that you have going on that the listeners might be interested in joining your programs or things like that Sure. So again, I'm sure Sandage. I'm also the host of a podcast called I Digress. I'm the only black podcast on the Hubspot Podcast Network. I'm so thankful for the opportunity. And I talk about marketing, growth, and strategy. And I bring the same energy that you're hearing right now on Michelle's podcast. So here's all that. Um, two things. One, if you want to connect with me, I'm literally at Fine Troy. How do I find Troy? At Fine Troy everywhere on the digital planet. Um, FineTroy.com if you want to learn about more about me. And I just released a new book a few days ago called Strategize up so uh this podcast has been one of the first exclusive people i've shared that news with for the first time so it's been really fun and i'm so humbled and thankful to be on the podcast 
Yes, and we will have all of that information for the listeners in the show notes because I'm sure they're going to want to check out this new new that you just dropped. And thank you for being exclusive to dropping it on the Social Media Decoded podcast first. We appreciate that. So it's something that you guys might want to take advantage of. So yes, thank you so much, Troy, for joining us today. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.